This is the Sanctuary LA podcast. We are a real church for real people in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. All right, Psalm 91, verse 14. This is the, this is the question I want to answer here this morning, is how do I go higher in God? And here you go, right here. We're just going to kind of talk about this, this big picture thing. How do I go higher in God? Here it is, Psalm 91, verse 14. Uh, because he set his love upon me. Look at your neighbor say, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. Look at somebody and tell them, say, I love, I love God. You don't love God? What's wrong with you? Come on, ask him. <laughs> it's a song. It's a song. All right. Uh, Say that with me. Say, I love God. Okay, here we go. Because he set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. It's amazing what love will do. It's amazing what loving God will do. And it says here, I will set him on high. You guys reading it? Because he set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will deliver him. I will rescue him. It's amazing what you will come out of. What you will leave uh, safely from, the kind of garbage God will take you out of when you love him, when you set your love on him. Because I have set, set his love, because he has set his love on me, fixed his love on me, uh, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him or her on high because he has known my name. Love will take you higher. Loving God will take you. I'm here to tell you right now that the price to pay in the Christian life church is the fact that you're going to choose to love God regardless of what other people do or situations. There's a question I like to ask people sometimes. I'll be like, you still love Jesus? And they're like, why are you even asking that? I'm like, exactly. That's why. No, but, 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 but that's a good question. Do you still love God? Anybody ever been done wrong by anybody? Yeah, just two people. Wow, y'all, man, where do you live? Anybody ever been done wrong by somebody in the church? Oh, wow, that was loud over here. Someone about to shout right here. Yes, Jesus. Right? We've all been done with it. But, but, but my question is this. Do you, have you set your love on God? Because men of God will do you wrong. People of God will do you wrong. People up in your house will do you wrong. Somebody say amen. amen. Look at your neighbor say family matters. But, 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 have you, but when you set your love on him, some people are like, man, I need to get delivered. Where's your love at? Well, man, I'm really struggling with something. Look, you know, I need to go through some deliverance. If you set your love on him, maybe we wouldn't have to cast out so many devils. Come on, somebody. Oh, I'm preaching good. Come on, Boyle Heights. Where are you? All right. You know, like the people really from this area, like, woo. I see you in the back, Ricky. I see you. But, but set your love on God. Say, because he has set his love upon me, I will deliver him. I'm really struggling with this thing. I really got, I can't get over this. Set your love on God. That's how you're going to go higher. That is the price of the Christian walk. Is can you say today, like you did the first day you met him, I still love God. The focus of my marriage isn't to stay married. I want to stay in love. I want this woman to be crazy about me. Just as much as the first day as right now. I want her to be crazy about these biceps right here. Come on, somebody say amen. This woman is in love with this little white boy right here. This woman crazy about this little white boy. (laughs) 
why she calls me her white chocolate mocha. Come on, somebody. That's right. All right, we'll just, all right, TMI. What is that? Too much information. Come on, my, the, the North Star of my marriage is when the babies are gone, we still want to hang out. Because they're going to be gone one day. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to send them. I have an apostolic anointing. Lord, bless you, Gia. Get on it. Go get married. Come over for Christmas. Come on, somebody. Dominica, Lord, bless you. Keep you. I said, I called you Dominica because that means of the Lord. Now go and be of the Lord. Just out of my house. Come on, somebody. I tell you what. I sound like this. Watch. They're going to be in college. They're going to come back home. <laughs> I'm going to have another room in the house for them or something like that. I sound real confident now. But my heart is to send them away to fulfill destiny. Somebody say amen. But my goal is that me and Crystal Gale are like, man, what are we going to do today, girl? I want to be old and, and have my cane or whatever because I'm going I'm to have a cane even when I don't need it. I'm going to have a cane. I'm just just because. Just, you know what I'm saying? I got a, and a hat. And a hat. On tilt with a cane and Crystal Gale, and we're just gonna be in love. My, you know, that's 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 the thing. That's my relationship with God. Emma, I want to just still be in love with Him, regardless of where He calls me, what He calls me to do, the manifestation of the gifts inside of me. But my the north star of my relationship is: Do I still is my love set on Him? Because when that's right, everything else is secondary. It don't mean nothing if I'm not loving God. God, that, that's, what, that, that's what it's all about. If you want to go higher in God, here's the first main point is you got to stay in love with God. Stay in love with him because he, is, because he has set his love on me, I will deliver him. I would, it's astounding how much you escape from, are delivered from, how much you're carried away safely from when you simply stay in love with the right person. Because everybody else has issues. I'm in love with somebody that doesn't have issues. He's in love with me, and I got a few myself. But I am in love with a person that will take me higher, and he never messes up. He's never late. He never... Crosses, well, he does cross me, but he's right. I'm wrong. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Set. His love means to delight him. This is what it means to set him on high. This is what it means in the Hebrew. It means when you're set on high, what, what that means is that you are inaccessibly high. You are too strong. You, in, I believe, the amplified version, it says to set him securely on high. Placing us in a heavenly position. So love lifted me. Love lifts me. My love for God takes me higher. And I just want to give you three things. that Okay, that's cool, Pastor Sean. You're saying to love and all that. But what does that really look like? How do I really stay in love with God. There's a lot of things you can do to stay in love with God. There, there, there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of stuff you can do to stay in love with God. And I'm here to tell you, even married folks, you can apply this to your marriage. You can apply this to your marriage right here if you want to stay in love. See, it's one thing to have an encounter with Jesus. It's another thing to still be in love with them five years later. I've seen a lot of people touched by Jesus, but not all those people still love him. And, and, and maybe, honestly, uh, real things happen, and 
And they, things, something threw them off. Um, but there's one thing to fall in love with your wife. It's another thing to stay in love with that woman. Come on, somebody. And so here, let's, let's look at it. Psalm chapter 13, verse 6. All right? I love God. You don't love God? What's wrong with you? Nobody knows that song? Am I the only one? All right. Some people are looking at you like, what? Who is it? Mary Mary, right? Did Mary Mary do that one? No? Okay. All right. That's why I don't sing. That's not my gifting. Psalm 13, verse 6. Here it goes. I will sing to the Lord. See, this is my, this is my second point. It's simple here. It's, it's sing songs to God. I sing to him all the time. Because my wife's laughing. Because I, I can't, I don't, I'm tone deaf. Tone deaf. Horribly tone deaf. We had a meeting on Wednesday. Was that Wednesday night? And we were talking about, I don't know, somebody was, I think Pastor Nick said it. Uh, he was like, yeah, like we're, ta- I forget what we're talking about. But he's like, yeah, make sure when it's ministry time, Pastor Sean will start humming. And he's off key, so turn his mic off. And then, and then I was like, I don't go too far. And then Deacon Michael was like, yeah, we just don't want it to get there. <laughs> Look at me say, stay in your lane, pastor. Stay in y'all, stay in y'all lane, okay? But this is the thing, is that that doesn't mean I can't sing songs privately to the Lord and myself. Come on. That, that, this, that you don't have to be skilled to do this. You have to be hungry. You know, you got to sing songs to God. You got to do this. This isn't a production. Uh, Praise God for the production. Praise God for the lights and the music and the beautiful uh, um, musicians and the sound of the house of God and all that. And and that's all has its place. But right here, I will sing to the Lord because he's dealt bountifully with me. You know, the Bible says, you know, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Like singing is a part of love. How many songs out there are about love? And what is your song right now for God, to God? Do you have a song in your heart? What, you got, you got like a, a, a song. There's always, and just my walk with God. I've been walking with God 20 plus years, right? And I always got a song from somewhere. Sometimes it sneaks up on me. Somebody sing it. I go into church. I'm like, oh, Lord. And then I'm just singing it the rest of the day. And my wife's like, please go into other room and sing that. Go into your prayer closet privately and shut the door. And God will, who sees in secret, will reward you openly. But this is the thing is that there's something about a song because it says, I will. If you unpack I, that's all your problems. You sing it. What is you? All your hurts, your faith, all your doubts. Every time somebody did you wrong, do you still have a song? I will. I'm going to bring everything. All the abuse I went through as a child, forgotten, left, abused, molested. I'm, I bring it all. My doubts, my questions, my confusion, my faith. Every time God brought me through, I will bring my song. God wants it all. That's what love is all about. And it is, it is as simple as just singing a song. Jacob. And Lord, we want to lift your name on high. 
And Lord, we want to thank you for the works you've done in our lives. And Lord, we trust in your unfailing love. For you alone are God eternal throughout earth and heaven above. Hallelujah. Come on, give God praise. Worship will always change your current perception of reality because at times your perception is jacked up. Somebody say amen. amen. Yes. You ever, yeah. Sometimes, thank you, Eric, your perception is jacked up. Look at your neighbor and say, you tripping. Has anybody said that to you lately? <laughs> Have you said it about yourself? Oh, you ever said to, you're talking to, and you're like, no, I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I'm, tri I'm tripping. Yes, you are tripping. Where's your song at? Come on now. Stop tripping. Why, why are you tripping? Somebody do you wrong? I understand what sometimes, man, y'all tripping. <laughs> but worship. Staying in love with God, it will worship will always, always change your perception of reality. Worship will bring you from current reality into divine reality. That, that I'm telling you, right, I was just listening to this preacher earlier this week, and he was like, man, without worship, I'd be dead in the water. Uh, me too. I mean, I got to worship. <laughs> I mean, I just, I love y'all and I love to preach and I love to do what I'm called to do. But at the end of the day, that's, I mean, that's just, that's going to come next. First and foremost, I'm a worship. I'm going to tell you right now, the most important part of this church and our, our gatherings is worship. Why, that's why we preach the word last. We, I want to get y'all right before I start trying to preach something to you. Somebody say amen. amen. <laughs> worship is the most important thing we do. Because it is everything we do. Come on, somebody. So it, it's just, it's as simple as singing a song. Andrea? Come on, give God some praise. There's the one thing the devil wants you to stop doing. It's the job that it was taken from him. And here we are, frail, broken humans, having access to the very throne room that he occupied. And we are here worshiping. Angels don't even understand what we worship about. They are not redeemed. They don't. They, they, they worship. But they don't, they don't worship as the redeemed people. They worship because it's simply their job description. This ain't my job description. It is, it is coming from a redeemed soul, a broken person. That God worship isn't pretty. You got to come broke, busted, and disgusted and watch God touch you. 
Worship, you don't have to get right to worship. You need to worship will get you right. My goodness. Worship will get you right. I don't belong in church. I'm a man. That church, you know, God will, God will strike that church dead if I go in there. Well, if that's the case, it would have already been struck dead because all of us knuckleheads are in here. Come on, somebody. I, anybody, any family members go, oh, no, you don't want me going there. You don't want me going there, what I was doing last night. No, I want you to come in here. Come up in here. My, when I was first going to church, I came to church, bloodshot eyes, smelling like chronic weed. That's how I came. Now, I'm not advocating to go buy some dope, people. That is not. But I'm saying, come into the house right where you are because even though I don't smoke weed anymore, I still come broken. I don't have it all together. I have fears just like you. I have dark days just like you. I, dis I get discouraged just like you. Maybe even more discouraged. Please pray for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. What are you doing up there? I'm a worshiper. What got you up there? I still worship. Why, why are you a pastor? Because I love God. Why, why, what, what kept you still walking with God? Worship. I got a song list and I play it often. And that song list changes. But I'm a little old school. And certain things I grew up in, they just kind of keep making it through these different ages of worship. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, y'all got elevation worship and hill song. Well, I was before all that. I was, I was in the beginning. Come on, somebody. I was, I was in Christ before the world was framed. Come on, somebody. There's something in me, in God, that was before all that fancy schmancy worship stuff. I got, I got some old school in me. I don't care if it don't fit in culture, but if it gets me in the presence of God, my goodness, I'm going to sing it. <laughs> Everybody's got their thing that tugs on their heartstrings. I'll send people some stuff sometimes, and they'll be like, man, that's, I don't know about that. I'll be like, look, God's touching me. Leave me alone. It's my worship sacred I sent pastor nick say like, you heard of this guy he's like nope sent it to him and he gave me feedback on it and i was like man i shouldn't have asked for that <laughs> i was like now when i listen to it i'll be thinking about the way the guy's rolling this thing out. <laughs> but it's worship at the end of the day i'm a worshiper and if it gets me i'm i'm there i'm all in if if god you know there's certain songs that you know when you play that you're like oh jeez <laughs> You just like, oh, I just love God. It's just, I don't know what I'm doing. I just, I, I was telling him in growth track, like, guys, I, don't, I have no idea what I'm doing. Do you want to be part of the team? <laughs> They're like, I don't know. Because I'm a worshiper first. My God, I'm a worshiper. Come on, somebody. You got to sing songs. Sing songs to God. Here's my third point, and I'm almost done here. Third point is you got to tell God everything. You ever got people in your life that you just tell them everything? Sometimes too much. You're like, oh, I'm sorry, Sean, I said that. You go away, you go, man, maybe I was a little too much. Maybe I was a little, Lord, forgive me. But you got people in your life you could tell them everything. Or you could tell them more than other people. God wants to be that in your life. He wants to hear it all. He knows it all. You're not going to scare him. You're not going to put him off. You're not going to, he's not going to be, oh, man, I don't know if I want to hang out with that person. He's, no, no, tell him everything. Tell him everything. There is a scriptural doctrinal premise for get telling God even the ugly bad stuff. 
Somebody say amen. amen. Psalm 142, verse 1. Here we go. Tell God everything. I cried out to the Lord with my voice, with my voice to the Lord. I make my supplication. That sounds real spiritual. Here we go. I poured out my complaint before him. Man, this person is getting on my nerves, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just pray for your vengeance to come down and shatter, <laughs> shatter the teeth of the wicked. That's a scripture. I'm just saying. Now, did they end it right? And they were like, Lord, you're, you're worthy. I worship you. Beauty of holiness. But they started out with some stuff. I mean, the book of Psalms is songs. And look at this the thing. Songs aren't pretty. And worship ain't pretty. Because our condition, we're not always pretty. Worship isn't cute. I know in church we won't be cute. It's okay. Please lift your hands here. We, 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 we love that stuff. It's scriptural. But, but because there, there, there's stuff in me that I've been through and that there is faith in my song. There is some struggles I came through, and it's in my song. And worship and, and, and prayer and tell God everything. I poured out my complaint before him. I declare before him my trouble. Sometimes you got to declare his promises. Other times you just got to keep it real and tell him what's really going on. That, I'm here to tell you right now, transparency before the Lord is the doorway to intimacy. It's transparency. You got to keep it real. When I first met Crystal Gale, I came, I didn't come from her background. She got saved when she was five years old. Her dad led her to the Lord. And I honestly don't think she's ever said a four-letter word, like a bad one. For real. And I, I mean, that's a beautiful testimony. This is not my testimony. I, and many of you know this, I was sexually molested when I was six years old, smoking weed when I was six, drinking beer when I was six, addicted to pornography, and engaged in that at six years old. So I came, I grew up in that craziness. So when I met Crystal Gale, and I was saved and serving the Lord and all that good stuff, but that's what, that is my story. My worship. If you ever see me worship, that's what's in my song. Everything he brought me out of. Why you get so excited? Because <laughs> I've been through a couple things. And God's been good to me. And I don't have it all together. But there's a song in my spirit. There's a song in my heart. And he is worth it. And so when I first met her, I met her dad before. And I just introduced myself. And I told him everything that I've been through. And he was like, have you been delivered of that stuff? Like, I just want, that's my baby girl. So uh, have you been delivered? But this is the thing is... When I met her, I just wanted, and it was coming from a pure place, a delivered place, a place of God has literally set me free. He has brought me out of some stuff. But what I'm saying is the vulnerability was the doorway to intimacy with her. And so in your relationship with God, um, are there certain people in your life that you can tell them more than the others? You have, what you have there is a connection. And you'd be surprised if you really talk to God how much of a connection you'll create with him. I mean, me and God, we just, we're cool like that. Because I tell him everything. You know, uh, there's an old song, you know, have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about your troubles. 
And I think in this day and age, um, I think we need to encourage people to really go there, to, to really talk to God and give him everything, to really give him everything, to really worship him. All right? Here we go. I got one more scripture here. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 24. Here it is, right here, guys. You guys get something out of this this morning? We're almost done. It says grace. Everybody say grace. Grace. It says grace be with all those who love our Lord Jesus Christ. In sincerity. Lord, I need more grace. Have you tried just loving him? (laughs) Man, I just need grace in this area. I mean, I got some people at my work that are getting on my nerves. I just need some grace. Have you tried loving him? Because it says grace be with all those who love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. In sincerity, amen. This is the last scripture in the book of Ephesians. It talks about a lot of stuff in Ephesians. It is such a powerful book talking about who you are in Christ and the armor of God. And time and time again, it talks about prayer and all this stuff. But it ends it all and says, there is an ability I will give my people. There is a grace. There is an enabling, empowering of the Spirit of God that comes to those that simply love God with a sincere heart. Love God. One of our core values is passion for God. Because sometimes I feel like we overuse the word love. And love is seen. You can feel it. You can taste it. You know it when it's in the room. My, my, my worship is passionate. Because I am still desperate. You never get to a place where you're not desperate in God. If anything, I'm more desperate. I need it more than I ever did. That desperation is not cute. It's not, it, 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 you know, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. You ever been hungry? Hangry? Hungry is not cute in my house. Like, give that woman some food. Come on, somebody. <laughs> or me. Sometimes you ever, I don't know, me, this is just maybe my personal physical body, but there's times where I'm hungry and I don't know it's hunger. I don't know if you ever experienced that. And some of you are like, no, I know it's food. I just need some chicken and some ribs and I'm good. But yeah, but for, for me sometimes, I don't know what it is. It's just off. It's just not, it, it could, uh, emotionally, I'm just not there. And I'm like, ooh, and then I eat some food and I'm like, oh, I'm better. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Maybe it's a blood sugar thing. I don't know. But the thing is, is that those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, they will be filled. Tell God everything. Stay in love with God. Sing songs to Him. And this is what, and I'm going to end with this here. In sincerity. This is what the word sincerity means. This is so powerful. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 24, this is what the word sincerity, that grace be to all those that love the Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. And the word insincerity means unable to deteriorate. You can walk with God and stay in love with God. I'm here to tell you right now, you want to go high in God, that you stay in love with God, it preserves your soul You'll stay young and vibrant and full of life and vision. That time doesn't have to wear you down where you're a bitter person later in life. Because 
it, it, it enable, unable to deteriorate. Here it is. This is what sincerity means. When you love God, when you love God, church, you lack the capacity to decay. Though my outward man is perishing, my inward man is being renewed. Day by day, I'm getting younger. Somebody say amen. Look at your neighbor say, what's up, young person? Lacking, unable to deteriorate, lacking the capacity to decay or break down. I ain't breaking down, and I ain't burning out. Life is real. I get tired, but I'm going to stay in love with God, and my marriage isn't going to get decay. It is not going to deteriorate. My love for God is not going to deteriorate because those that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity are going to stay full of life. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet. Thank you for listening to the Sanctuary LA podcast. Tune in again next week and stay awesome and be blessed.